Wow. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is the premiere pilot episode of Duke In and Out, and uh, I am Stacy Campbell. And with me is Hannah Campbell. Yes. And as you may guess, we're not brothers and sisters, though that has been it's confused people before. Oh, brother. Yes, but I'm actually her dad, which means she's my daughter. And uh, we are doing this premiere episode of Duke In and Out, which is a podcast that we decided to do together because we thought it would be a lot of fun to duke it out in front of other people. Yes. And our uh, all of our rabid fan base already has been demanding <laughs> that we put together a podcast. I think they, you know, secretly they're doing this for us so that we don't do it on them as much. You know, we just don't vomit all of our opinions on them. We can just continually talk to each other about it. That's true. We could do that. And by rabid fans, I mean uh, mom, my wife, and Aunt Dawn. And that's, yes. that's pretty much it. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of a lot of TV shows, a lot of uh, other podcasts, you know, they may get a season under their belt or two before doing a very special Christmas episode. But we just decided, you know, let's just start with a very special Christmas episode. We feel like that would be a good thing to do. Just jump right in. Right, Hannah? Yeah, we just have a lot to talk about with Christmas everything, I feel like. It's on the horizon. It's looming. Yeah. We're recording this early November, um, and this is going to come out before Christmas mm -hmm. at some point. So it's going to be perfect timing. And uh, we're still going to stick to, we've kind of created a format, because what we're going to do in this podcast is just talk about whatever we want to. <laughs> Whether... It's mostly going to be movies and TV shows, books, music, pop culture, really. Yeah, stuff that, you know, we've lived in all of our lives that we are pretty much complete experts on, yet have no credentials for. Yes. So, um, one of the titles of our podcast was going to be, what was it, Opinionless? Oh, yeah, that one was good. That was a, that was up there. Roundabout. Yep. So, uh, so we, we really don't have any credentials, except we have opinions. Mm -hmm. Strong opinions. <laughs> <laughs> and most of the time, my opinions are right and Hannah's mm, are wrong. I feel like we'll find out quickly that that's not right. Mm, okay. Okay. Hence, <laughs> we settled on the title, duking it out. Mm -hmm. So we, uh, we decided that we're going to start with a few different um, uh, sections of the podcast. And uh, to kind of give us a little bit of, of a format that may get tweaked, that may be changed. Because, hey. We're the hosts and we can do whatever we want. Yeah, whatever we want. Yeah, whatever the hell we want. <laughs> yeah. What are you what are you drinking for our premiere podcast? Hannah? I right now I'm drinking a dirty martini with three olives. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. There's nothing much better than a dirty martini. <laughs> I am drinking some homemade chocolate orange whiskey yum who gave that to you dad who yeah, gave you thank that you. thank you that my children <laughs> those gave ingredients me. it was kind of a do-it-yourself sort of uh whiskey concoction there <laughs> so um yum so it's loosening us up <laughs> 
So today we are going to start with our, like I said, our pilot episode uh, talking about Christmas shows. And so what we thought we would do and what, what will be a little bit different than most um, episodes, most episodes we will take one movie or book or a TV show and really kind of dive deep on it, talk about it, things we like, don't like, things like that. What we're going to do today is talk about Christmas shows or movies that we like and don't like mm-hmm. and why and kind of just kind of go roundabout there and go back and forth and talk about that and then we've got a couple other sections that we will get to momentarily so Hannah you want to start us off what is yeah. your, what is one of your Christmas likes so I rewatched the Christmas episode of Little House on the Prairie. The first one? The first Christmas episode. So the first pilot oh. episode doesn't it, it has like a whole part where it's in Christmas, but I didn't watch yeah. that one. Oh, not that one. Okay. I, not that one. I watched the um fully Christmas episode Christmas at Plum Creek, which is like the 15th episode. Okay. The amount of nostalgia I got <laughs> from watching it. That is such and a then good thing. Oh my, it was so good, but the whole time I was like, I hope this isn't like the um, Gift of the Magi. What is that? Oh, where, yeah, where the one person gets a hair right. clip and the other person cuts off their hair to get to money pay for, for whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, please don't be that. And that's literally what it was times five. <laughs> it was the whole family buying each other different things, but keeping it a secret and it was so good, but by the end, I was just like, tears were like rolling down my face because it was so sad. But it was, I've realized like the majority of Christmas episodes or something like they're always so depressing. And that one, it just was not, it didn't even like wrap up nice. Oh, it, it was, was all, it was, it was, it was still depressing, even she, at the end? Yes, Laura, like, gives away her horse to pay for her mom's new stove. Oh, that's and right. And they just let her do it. <laughs> I was just like, they needed and that's how stove. it ends. They needed a new stove. I you gotta have, you gotta have hot food out there on the prairie. But I was just like, this is so, but it's, like, the really good episode where Carrie was, like, asking oh, what is Christmas? Why are we celebrating this? Like, I, So Pa got to explain all of that to her. And What did Pa get? Or give up or whatever? He... He was working a lot on these wheels so that he could pay for the stove for oh, right. Ma. Yeah. But then Laura had already made the deal of like switching the horse with the stove. Okay. So, and Mr. Olson was like, he was like, oh, I can't tell you because she asked me not to. And I'm like, you are the villain of this episode. <laughs> he, he was keeping secrets from the adults. I was like, this is not necessary. It could have oh. all been smooth and totally fine. Oh That's my gosh. That's a that... good one. I, I got to remember that. <laughs> the, the pilot episode is another good one as yeah. well, though. And With the when, friend. That's, yeah, that's when they're all trapped at Christmas in a blizzard. And Mr. Oh, what is his name? I'm never going to remember. I want to say Beaver, but that's not right. No, that's not it. <laughs> Mr. Shoot, that's going to bug me. He comes trudging through the mm-hmm. snow and has like 
socks all the yeah he was like, like santa a, yeah like a little candy cane for everybody and a mug it was a mug mm-hmm. that's right it was a mug <laughs> and then a candy cane and socks or something like that oh that was so mr oh mr Woody. <laughs> no i almost had it i'm gonna think of it right in the middle mr. i can't wait oh <laughs> uh, yeah that's a good one that's a good yeah one. All right, my first one, mm-hmm. uh, sticking to the TV theme, the TV episode, I love Michael Bublé's Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's done. Oh, I didn't he's, even think about specials. Oh, he's done like four of them, and it was the worst. Like, uh, there was like a two-year period where he didn't do them because his... His son had cancer or something like that. Oh, yeah. I mean. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I guess that's an okay excuse not to do a Christmas special, but still. I feel like he needs that amount of joy even more. Why didn't he do a special during? Right. I mean, (laughs) you know, he could have raised a lot of money for that or something. I don't know. But anyway, um, that was, I love, I love the Christmas specials. Because there's just, like his especially, um, because there's just an appropriate amount of, of cheese going on. Yeah. And I was thinking about it, like <clears throat> um, Kylie Minogue, she had a Christmas special that came out on Amazon Prime last year, I think, uh, a year or two ago. And I only made it through just a little bit of it. Because the cheese factor was too much for some reason. Who did you say? Kylie Minogue. She won like best album. Not a Casey Musgraves. Nope. Kylie Minogue. Oh. I don't think I know who that is. She won like best album like two years ago at the Emmys. Gotcha. And she that was the same year that she did the Christmas special, and maybe it was because James Corden was on it. I don't know. Oh. I know. I mean. But it was just a little too much. <laughs> and I was like, I, I'm not sure I could do this. But Mariah Carey's that she dropped last year, I think. I think I did watch that one. And it was so extravagant and over <laughs> yeah. the top. It was amazing for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> so most Christmas specials have a special place in my heart. Um, but not Cutting Minox. So... <laughs> Mr. Edwards. Mr. Edwards. Edwards, that sounds right. That's the guy's name yeah. on Little House that saved Christmas in the Mr. Edwards. Okay. I can you should feel proud. I'm I'm done with this episode and we're done. <laughs> All right, what's your next pick? <laughs> okay. My other pick, um, I really love the Black Mirror episode, White Christmas. Ooh, I've seen that, but remind me. I don't remember. That's, I remember we started that show together when it wasn't even on Netflix. We were just, it was on something and we watched it like the first couple episodes together and then we were hooked and then we thought it had ended and then this just Christmas edition episode came out and it's like an hour and a half. And we were so stoked. With John Hamm? Is that the John one? Hamm's in it, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. he's, like, trying to get this one guy to confess 
that he was stalking his girlfriend, but it's so twisty in the layers of all the stories and how they interconnect and you care about all these people, but by the end, like, you know how awful they are and, oh my gosh, I love that one. Wow. It's not, I don't even, I don't think, I guess when they're telling the stories in the, like, little cabin, it's technically Christmas and they're just, like, having a dinner together, but all of the stories, none of that. It's just really winter and snowy. and Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love okay, that one. You said something right at the beginning that we were watching Black Mirror before Black Mirror dropped on Netflix. Yeah. Mm, what are you talking about? I think we were watching it like on BBC on... or something. Mm, I think that's, I'm calling a little sus on that. <laughs> I don't think that's right. Before it wasn't on Netflix when we watched it because it was no, it was, was that still first. Home. No, it was that first episode that takes place in Great Britain where the prime minister had to fuck a pig. Yeah, that's the first episode, and that was definitely on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it not being on Netflix and us being so excited when it did get on Netflix. Well, you because it didn't to... start as a Netflix show. You need to look that up. Our, I'll our look it up listener, during our break and then we'll find out our one listener out there if you would like to <laughs> fact check us please do I'll get the information later don't you so worry you're saying, so you're saying it might have been on it was maybe a BBC show that Netflix brought over and then they bought Black Mirror maybe or something I but, swear okay, that it did not start on it was not like a Netflix show I remember only remember seeing it on Netflix. I will say that. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. So I will go with a. Um, I I didn't I didn't pick like classical Christmas stuff like nah. White Christmas or It's a Wonderful Life. You know things like mm-hmm. those are givens. <laughs> um, but I will say one of my favorite Christmas movies, and it's controversial in some circles, but is Die Hard. It's Christmas, Theo. It's the time of miracles. So be of good cheer and call me when you hit the last lock. Oh, yeah. I wrote that one down, too. Absolutely. I love it. Love it. More and more, as time goes on, more and more convinced that it is definitely a Christmas music. When you incorporate Christmas carols as a main theme of a movie... In the score. In the score... It's a Christmas movie. It's Christmas. And it takes place at Christmas time. I mean, the whole thing. There's like no, yeah, there's no reason why <laughs> it should not be considered, even though it came or, out during the summertime. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's that one part where he kills one of the people and then puts it in the elevator, dresses it up like Santa, and mm-hmm. then has the sign that says, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. That is all I need to know. That's right. It has to be Christmas after there's, that. There's so many, there's so many um, Christmas motifs and themes in that yeah. that it, it cannot be anything but. Mm-hmm. I would say even it's probably a stronger Christmas movie than the Black Mirror episode. Because I wouldn't say sure. that. Well, I'm just saying that <laughs> the Black Mirror episode, and I don't remember, I haven't seen it in a long time, but it just kind of takes place in the winter and it's snowing and it's Christmas, but it's not like incorporated into the, the, the story or anything, is it? 
Yes, it is. He's oh, like is? going to give his daughter a gift, and that's when he finds out that it's not his daughter. Oh, all okay. that junk. Blah blah blah. Blah 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 blah. Okay, got it. So anyway, Die Hard. Boom. What's your next one? Die Hard. Um, my next one is a classic for me, but it's Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Yes. Where are my boys? Where are my kisses? Oh, I could just eat you up. <laughs> that one, yes. The animated, it is so good. I was even walking into the airport um, earlier on this trip and they had put up some of their Christmas decorations and they had, they don't usually have these. These are new, I guess. These like huge ornaments that are just hanging from the ceiling, and, and they wait. look. Oh. And to our to our one listener, Hannah's in airports a lot because <laughs> she flies all over the place. She's really famous and independently well. Yes, so yes, she flies all over the place. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. I, just I don't know why I would be in the terminal if I was flying private, but sure, I was in the terminal. But they had these huge ornaments that were coming down from the ceiling, and they look exactly like the ones that are in the. Um, cause in the Mickey's once upon a Christmas, it's an anthology. And so the goofy right. one with him and his son, they have this whole part where they're in the mall and they're using these huge ornaments and they look exactly like that. It was crazy. It was that's a great. Awesome. And that's, and that's the one where they were basically the gift of the Magi. Between yes. Mickey and Minnie. Yes. And then they redo Mickey's Christmas Carol. Right. Christmas Carol. Isn't that the one where they, it's like a half hour and then you've got the gift of the Magi and then you got Goofy's thing. It's, I thought that was all in one. No, it's not like, it's more Groundhog Day with like Donald Duck and his nephews. Okay. It's Mickey and Minnie doing Gift of the Magi, which is so sad once it again. Is. It is. I hate that trope. <laughs> the second, it's so, it always depresses me so much. Um, <laughs> I can't handle it. And then the second one, it's the nephews, the triplets who are not being grateful enough. Oh, and so they right. have to keep reliving the day over and over. Yeah, and then the brats. third. Those are they're brats. Horrible. I hate that's the bad one. I sometimes even fast forward that one. They're always like in every short, they're just little bits. Yeah. No. And then the third one is Goofy and Max and Max kind of helping other underprivileged kids. Okay. It's then so I'm, good. Then I'm thinking of Mickey's Christmas Carol special that has yeah. that and then a couple other shorts in it. And I want to say... He also has... Twi- there's what? a Twice Upon a Christmas, too. So you could be mixing that up. No, I never saw Twice Upon a Christmas. <laughs> That's dumb. All right. My next one. Um, I do like Home Alone. And that's mm-hmm. a yearly staple. But last year... On Disney Plus, they dropped Home Sweet Home Alone. Oh, my goodness. With a little British kid or something. And (laughs) it is worse. It is surprising. You didn't watch it, did you? No. No. So you need to watch it. It is surprisingly really good. My expectations were super low last year because I was like, oh, this looks. But (laughs) I like the people in it. Uh, Okay. The. the, um, The. I don't remember her name though. But the chick, the receptionist in the office. Yes, Erin. I don't know Aaron. her real name. Yes. So she's in it, and then <laughs> the guy in the Amazon Prime show that we both absolutely loved. Catastrophe. Catastrophe. Thank you. Um, 
he he's in it as well. Okay, so like, well, I do love him. I, I know, love him. and they're both good, and it's quite different than the normal Home Alone. Oh, there were some my. nice twists that it was like, oh, I did not. <laughs> this is interesting what they're doing here. Oh, and okay. it felt very modern and very timely with our culture and i won't say more because i want this to be spoiler free but it was surprisingly it was it was different it wasn't just home alone 4 and okay. i would probably watch it again this year because i don't think uh your mother saw it last year <gasps> maybe we'll all watch it when we're in town Ooh, that'll be let's... a good way to force us to watch it <laughs> <laughs> maybe so all maybe right, so okay I am going to switch to dislikes. Ooh, that's what I was going to do. Okay. Um, I have never seen a good Christmas episode of King of the Hill. I don't like any of them. I even looked up a list just to like refresh my memory of where they all are, and I I read like the summary. None of them are like heartwarming in any way that and they do have christmas episodes i mean yeah they have three or four and like one of them that i always whenever i was watching i would just skip the episode because it was just like their neighbor who has like a horrible life and his wife left him and he doesn't like anything that he's you know he's always depressed like one of them the whole time everyone's just trying to stop him from committing suicide the whole episode and i was and i'm just like I guess like 90s early 2000s humor I guess but I'm like it's just and none of them they're all kind of like that they're always something like weird I don't know another one was this old lady was trying to get into their house because she used to live there and she wanted to die there so like none they're like goofy like weird dark and dark and that's just not what I love about Christmas you know you know why none of them are any good? Because uh, remind me, I think I I think we watched the first five or six seasons of of um, of King of the Hill, yeah, and then and stopped. But it takes place in Texas or Oklahoma. Texas. Oh, Texas. that is funny because he would be mad if he heard you say that. That's exactly <laughs> the reason why, right there. That's it. That's that's why you can't you can't do Christmas in Texas. Well, it just doesn't work. No. no, no, I agree. My uh, number one <clears throat> Christmas dislike is Scrooged. Uh, that's on my list too. Yes, I Ugh. hate that movie. I no, think I, I saw it. it, you know, when it first came out a long time ago in the 80s, and then I everybody keeps talking about it. And so I yeah. watched it. It was either last year or the year before. I think it was the year before. And I couldn't even find it anywhere, so I found it on DVD for cheap for like $5. I think and, I was there when we watched it. And I think that DVD is going to be collecting dust from now till the technology is gone. Um, because I just, I think it's Bill Murray's worst performance because he yeah. is over the top um, cynical and sarcastic. Not in a fun Ghostbusters sort of way. Right. But just in a mean, and it's I don't buy the redemption at the end. It's no. not enough. No. Nope. I don't like it. And Mm-mm. I normally like his stuff. I normally like 
because uh, it was, I was going to say Robert Zemeckis. It's not. It's um, Richard. It's the guy that did Super, or Richard Donner, uh, mm. guy that did Superman. And uh, nope, um, this does not hold up for me. No, I do not like it one bit. I think when we watched it, I had like a headache. It gave me the worst headache. I couldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, another one that this might be, this might shock you. Uh oh. I don't like Elf anymore. What? Does your mother I, know this? We talked about it last year when we had things. We were all like texting on Thanksgiving because that was our tradition. We watched Elf after we're done eating on Thanksgiving. I don't know. But if I... I'm going to be able to do this podcast. <laughs> I mean, that's it's Duke. Dude. It's called duking it out, but that's crossing a line. <laughs> it's. I think we got this last year when we had like our own dinner here in Chicago. We got like 45 minutes in and we all kind of looked at each other and we're like, I'm good. We can turn this off. And we did. Whoa. So I think I'm cool with the beginning, like maybe first half hour, but then I just, I can't do it. It's nap time for me. Why? It's a good movie to nap through. Yeah. Well, see, that's, you know, makes it bad. (laughs) It's just not... You know, it's just too cheesy, and I think I've seen it too many times at this point, and, like, the jokes, it's, they're just so loud. Loud jokes, I think. Loud jokes. Interesting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's we, a good definition in yeah. loud jokes. You need to write that down. <laughs> you know, it's interesting, because when that movie first came out in the theaters, um, I did not like that movie at all. And it was for, it's like, is what is this movie trying to because the, the all the animation parts at the beginning yeah. the 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 baskin i was gonna start to say baskin robbins the baskin ranklin um feel of like the old rudolph the red nose reindeer right right and, and frosty all of those it's like what because it was obvious they were going for that look in fact they were sued by them right um, and almost didn't release the movie but I was like, why? Wow, are they... they didn't get permission before? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's they crazy. Just thought, oh, we'll just, yeah, it's close. It's, no, it's not that close. It's like, it's obviously close. Favreau said, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so uh, that threw me off. And I, so I was like, are they trying to go for camp or is it funny or fantasy? So I was messed up the first time. I was like, <laughs> I don't. And it took, and then when, once it came out on video and we rewatched it, I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to watch this again. <laughs> and I was like, it kind of chipped away at me, and wore me down. And I mm-hmm. started the ending. I love the ending. It's got one of the best endings, though. It is with the swelling of the music. Oh, it's so. And, the, and Santa flying over and everybody <laughs> believes. Oh, I, I don't know. I've just seen it too many. I could probably recite the whole thing by memory. I've just seen it too many times. As you should. As you should. (laughs) But like, okay, like Christmas vacation, you can recite everything in that. I feel like, I don't know what's different about that. Maybe it's because we get new ones every time we watch it. (laughs) Somehow we're like laughing over all the jokes and then we'll listen again and you know i've never heard that before i've never heard that one before like back pills that just came out like five years ago 
I heard something a couple years ago on that movie. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> what did from? you just say? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't okay. know. Or like, I can do like White Christmas. I don't, those are just like more seminal classic to me. I don't. Yeah. Interesting. My last dislike. Yes. Is Love Actually. <gasps> That's on mine too. Are you serious? I thought you were going to say Grinch. No. Uh, the Jim Carrey Grinch well, would be saying. on my dislike. I was going to say that I liked that one so I could hear you talk about not liking it. Oh, no, no, no. The animated Grinch is fantastic. Yeah, that one's good. That one's fine. That's fantastic. But Love Actually. But Love Actually. Oh, no. <laughs> it is awful. And and I think I barely watched it one time and it was like, no, this is not for me. <laughs> Number one, you cannot have nudity in a Christmas movie and call it a Christmas movie. I guess and- there's nudity. <laughs> there's nudity in Christmas Vacation. No, there's not. No. There almost is. There almost is, <laughs> and, it's played, and it's played for laughs. Love actually is just. <laughs> love actually is just all these dumb interlocking, who cares storylines and yeah. Ugh, I. That's that's Alex's favorite Christmas movie, and we were supposed to watch it last year. And I was like, "Oh, maybe this will make me like it." Watching and, it with someone who loves it, and then we never got to it, so I can't wait for this uh, year. And Alex is a family member's boyfriend, <laughs> so we'll see how long that lasts with love. Actually, <laughs> if that's how he <laughs> plans on romancing our my sister, I don't Ooh, know. Interesting. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> All right. So those are our um, likes and dislikes. A small sample of our Christmas yes. likes and dislikes, but the highlights, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, we are going to talk about what is making us excited this week. We'll be right back. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, for this next segment of our show, it's going to be, it's called What's Making Me Excited? Yes. And these are just any little things that pop into our head about pop culture or things that we're interested in that's coming up that is making us excited. So Hannah, do you want to go first? you want to lead this off? And you are muted, maybe? Yes, I can hear you now. Oh, I'm sorry. Here we go. We're still getting the hang of this podcast thing. Those darn mute buttons. Shoot. Um, as I was saying, I am excited. I am excited because the new season of The Crown is coming out. And I cannot wait. I'm chomping at the bit. I keep seeing all of these clips of the new Diana and how she looks exactly like Diana in all of these interviews from the 90s. I am so excited. That, that comes out Wednesday? The 9th. Is that the Wednesday? 9th, November 9th. Yes. So just a few days away from when we are recording this. So by the time you hear this, you will have already been to the entire season. Yeah, I will did have already hear, devoured it. Did you hear, Hannah, that Dame Judy Dench wrote an, a letter to the big newspaper over there and about it was like an op-ed about how horrible Netflix is in producing this show. Uh, and uh, because they've, they've taken a few slight liberties, but I the, mean, you know, 
the high points, the main parts of history, they're they're intact. And so she was saying this is trash and this is horrible and you shouldn't even be airing it. You should. Oh, she was wanting them to put a disclaimer at the beginning of every episode saying that this is a work of fiction. <gasps> Why does she care? I don't know. She's that is maybe, so weird. Because she's a dame, so she has to be on the monarchy <laughs> side. I don't know. You're right. That's crazy. Oh Isn't my gosh. Hilarious? Yeah. Might be because so. they're I heard that they're like doing the tampon story with Charles. What? Of like he was overheard and recorded by a reporter when he was on the phone with Camilla saying that he wants to be reincarnated as her tampon. Ew. And that I think that came out like right after they officially separated. And so that just made Diana feel really good. She was like, yeah, shit all over him. He is the worst. <laughs> that is terrible. I know. But I guess that's going to be in the season. So we have a lot to look forward to. Wow. Well, I can't <laughs> wait for the tampon episode. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Okay. Well, what's making me excited is James Gunn being hired as the DC Studios president or co-president with another guy. I am <laughs> thrilled about that because what are you laughing at? I'm just <laughs> enjoying this. <laughs> I I I love a good underdog which means I love DC mm-hmm. and um, they have floundered and been doing maybe about the best they could without any good leadership. Mm-hmm. And I think James Gunn could do some amazing stuff with him because he's got a great eye uh, for comic book movies, for arcs, for direction. I'm excited about what he could bring to the table with Superman, with Henry Cavill. Kevel? Yes. Kevel? Kevel. Um, so <laughs> I think that's um, that's going to be a big win. He's got five years, at least a five-year contract mm-hmm. to um, pull this together. Uh, hopefully he'll stay for a lot longer. But I think to have somebody in charge driving things forward and pulling things together, I think that'll be a lot of fun. What is his like title? He He is in charge of the creative side and this other guy whose name I didn't look up because he's really not that important. Oh, he's going to be doing. He's going to be doing all the all the business producing side. So James okay. Gunn is going to be working all the on the creative side and also directing some stuff as well. Gotcha. Uh, so I'm sure he'll be driving the whole process of how things will be put together and filtering out. This next year, 2023, is a big year for them. Um, yeah. For DC. So. What's the word on the Flash? As of right still, now. The word on the flash is it's getting it's getting great, um, um, what do you call it? Reviews? No, not reviews. Uh, when they do, huh? <laughs> Put a microphone in front of me and I can get all the lingo. Um, when they do like uh, test audiences, oh. uh, so that all the test audience scores are through the roof. Apparently. So reviews. Well, not formal reviews, the test audiences. And so people oh. are loving it and they're it's getting great, great feedback. So that's why I think Warner Brothers is sticking with it uh, oh, so nice. well. So uh, we'll see. The interesting thing is Batman 2 and Joker 2 
will not fall under James Gunn's purview. Right. Because they're not in that universe. Well, it doesn't matter if they're in the universe or not. It's still a DC studio production. Right, but I guess it wouldn't go under his, like, revision if it has nothing to do with his story? I don't Like, what he's trying to tell? I don't think that's it. I think they probably already had these other deals in place where they can just kind of do, they're like one-offs or something, they can just do whatever they want. Oh, okay. Because I think they'll do, I think they'll still do things like that under DC Studios. I don't think they're going to necessarily connect everything like uh, like they do with the MCU, the Marvel's the Marvel Cinematic Universe to our one listener out there. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, that's what's uh, that's what's making me excited. And uh, then we're going we're going to take a break now, another quick break, and then we're going to come back and do our final exciting segment, which leads into our next episode. And we'll be right back. All right, for our last segment, we've decided on these episodes that we are going to surprise each other with a movie pick or maybe even a, I don't know, maybe like a short limited series pick. A show pick, yeah. Show pick, um, just to like drop that on the other person and then we both watch it, review it, get all of our opinions about it and then come back the next episode and chat about it and just see how we both feel about it and this week i am the one that gets to pick next week's so that will be our normal that'll be our normal format we'll yes surprise each other and then we'll come back in the next podcast and then really dive dive deep into that one movie or show or series or book or whatever and do it that way chat and yeah I'm so excited to see your face. Oh, no. Well, this is a I... podcast, so you can't see my face. Sure. Sure. Um, so next Lay time. Lay it on me, girl. Lay it on me. I think we should talk about Before Sunrise. Be- oh, Before Sunrise. The um, first. The first one. Before of sunrise. Richard Linklater's trilogy, which we could if we have time talk about the whole trilogy i just know that you haven't seen any of them i haven't seen any of them and that is so exciting to me i can't wait to hear what you have to say about it and who are the who are the people in that again ethan hawk and ethan hawk and someone oh my gosh does i ethan... feel so bad does ethan wear a mask in this one <sighs> does he wear a scary Halloween mask. Julia Delpy, of course. Julie Julie Delpy. Julie Delpy. Okay. Julie Delpy. Julie. Julie Delpy. Yes. Okay. And so this is like the first of the trilogy that were, and they were all like filmed like 10 years apart or something like that. They were filmed very far apart from each other. I think. See, I think the reason I have not watched it is. Oh, I know. And so here are my, here are my uneducated. Here we uh, go. Opinions that about something you haven't seen. Exactly. Exactly. So that's <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. Um, my impression was that it was slow and boring and talky. I know you think that. Oh, really? Okay. How do you know that I think that? Because I have brought it up a couple times and you're like, no, I haven't seen it because it looks really slow and probably, it looks like they talk too much. And yeah, probably, they're talking the whole movie. 
I probably ignored that or put it out of my head because even the conversation was boring. Oh, so, um, so I'm super. <laughs> so I'll need to watch this like noon one day so I don't fall asleep or something. <laughs> You won't fall asleep. It's so interesting. <laughs> okay, so before sunrise, yes, is, is our pick for next time, mm-hmm. and we're going to be talking about that and what's making me excited, what's making us excited, and then I will be picking the next viewing mm-hmm. for us to talk about on the next episode. That's awesome. That sounds great. Sweet. Good deal. Well, hey, we made it. We're we at the end it. of our first episode. And this, Can't believe we did it. Yeah, this seemed okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you to our one listener. And uh, if you have feedback, we'd love to hear it. And um, we'll see you next time. How are they going to give us that feedback? I don't know. That's something to the pot- podcast gods do that. <laughs> I think they just, we'll just pray I think to them they, and we'll get it. I think they write a letter and put it in an envelope with duking it out in a stamp. <laughs> That sounds right. That sounds right. Yes. All right. Thank you. See you next time. Bye. Bye.